Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hello everybody and uh, welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to the Match Reaction Show. It's finished uh, Liverpool nil, Brighton won. And I said it on 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 uh, um on Sunday when we talked to Ayush, I said, well, the eyes will be on the Manchester City game because the Brighton game is, you know, you'd expect Liverpool to win. And after that, I, I, I saw the Tottenham game and I said, you know what, the Brighton game is probably going to be tough and not necessarily the easy uh, win that we all think it might be. And, and so it has proved, I think Brighton played incredibly well in this game. And in many ways, they played very similar to the way they played against Spurs, which is just, uh, you know, defend properly, but then quickly break, make sure that you have enough players on attack when you're attacking. It's a little bit different with Liverpool because, you know, it's Liverpool, you've got to be a little bit more respectful. They're probably a team that were in better form than Spurs were, so you want to give them that respect. Um, and uh, it just, I mean, you know, but still, you still expect, uh, uh, you know, Liverpool to, to have some answers and they just didn't today. Again, they didn't today. I, I was a little bit surprised with, with the starting lineup. I thought he would have given either Ben Davis or Ozan Kabak a goal. And I know they, you know, it's, it's the new signings or bringing them in. But you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's it's been two days since they've been at the club. They've been playing, you know, at a certain level. They've been playing for Preston. They've been playing at, at Schalke. It's not like, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, that you're in a preseason kind of mode, right? Where, where you're coming in uh, in the summer, you're coming on the deadline day and you haven't played at all. That's not the case. You, you've been playing football, so you just come into the side. Maybe you're not used to the pace, but I thought it would just been a good way to get them up to speed for the City game, or at least test them out and see if they could get up to speed for the City game. I mean, I was just surprised. But again, they played uh, Nat Phillips uh, and Jordan Henderson. I don't think anybody had a bad game um, as such, uh, you know, for Liverpool in defence. But the issue with, with, with that is when Jordan Henderson plays in defence, when Fabinho plays in defence, you lose that little bit in, in midfield. You lose that little bit of, of creativity or, 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 you know, that energy in midfield. And it just doesn't, you know, for some reason it's not, it doesn't, it, it, you know, it changes the dynamics of the team. So that was just my thinking on that. I, I kind of get where people are coming from and I get, yeah, you know what, probably not up to speed, probably shouldn't be started, be starting anyway. Logically, that's what you would do. But I just felt surprised that uh, he didn't bring them on um, or that he didn't start them. I, that, that's just me though. Um, and obviously, you know, people think differently and I'm okay to accept that I'm wrong and that maybe I'm a bit overambitious in that. Um, but that goal, I think, you know, <laughs> the way that Brighton scored, it was it was it was incredible. I mean, I don't think Trossard had any idea that he had, that he, that the ball was going to touch him. Alzate hits it. A prob- he probably doesn't hit it as well. If that takes Trossard, it goes in. There's not a lot you can do about it. But you know, sometimes that's you make your own luck, right? You 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 keep fighting, you keep battling, and you know, if if the other team doesn't take the chances, then you know, one of these chances pops up for the other team, and they take it. That's just how it works. That's just how football works, and and it it, it worked that way for Brighton today. Um, I, I thought they were full value for the win. I think they defended very well. They actually probably had more shots. They, pro- they had more shots on target than Liverpool as well. So it's not that they weren't creating chances. They were. Um, I just thought the all-round game for Brighton is, is just was just brilliant. And they're going to be a match for any team in this league. I, 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 you know, the, I, I think they won't be in any trouble relegation-wise. I don't think that's going to be a problem for them this season based on the form that they're in right now. Um, but it'll be interesting to see where they finish. I think they could probably look. They can probably start dreaming about it top 10, top 12 finish. I mean, it's very tight in that top 10, but, uh, you know, when you're looking at the teams already that, that are lined up there, you've got the, the you've got the big six, obviously, and then you've got uh, Leicester who are going to be in there. You've got uh, Aston Villa who are probably going to be in there, and that gives you eight, um, and, and Beverton as well, so that's nine. Um, then you've got, I think, are Southampton going to be able to maintain their form after what happened yesterday? 
Um, is there a chance for maybe somebody else to come in, you know, because Newcastle aren't doing that well? Um, well, there's, yeah, I mean, it, it's a little bit tight there at the moment to, to think about who's going to be in there, but you, you probably, you'll probably get the six and then plus Leicester, West Ham, uh, Everton, and well, West Ham are there as well. So you probably have to, have to include West Ham and Aston Villa as well. So it might be tough to get a top 10, but maybe they might think about top 12, top, you know, but I think they'll be, they'll be comfortable um, by it. And I think based on what we're seeing right now, and that could obviously change, things change very quickly. Um, in this in this league this season, it's just, it's just so difficult to predict anything. Um, but I think from Liverpool's point of view, uh, it, it, there's there's now I think this this is a defining moment, and we said it. If these these next two or three games that they were going to have before the last game were going to be critical going into the City game, and uh, they've now you know they managed to beat Spurs, which was a massive boost. They managed to beat West Ham again, absolutely important, and they've lost today. And you just feel now that this, this city game now is, is Liverpool's last stand. Pretty much, they've got to they've got to win that one to have any chance of winning the title. They've got to win that game. I, not sure if even winning that game will be enough. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, they need to win that game to have any chance of, of a title defense. They need to win that game. So uh, it really puts a lot of pressure on that. But that's you know we'll, we'll look into that game on Friday when we do the preview. We'll look there. But I mean for now we just gotta we just gotta admire. Um, Brighton and the way they played today, and I thought that they were defensively good. It, it's a, this is a good blueprint for other teams to look at as well. Um, and, and I think it was very similar to the way Burnley played as well. I think Burnley probably didn't create as many chances as Brighton did. I think Burnley relied on a on a fortuitous uh, penalty award, um, whereas um, in in Brighton's case, they actually did create a lot of chances and they were very enterprising attacks. So, so you know, so they had that momentum for them uh, going. Um, I, I, it's interesting for me though. I mean, they just present a few selection headaches now for Klopp uh, for the game against Liverpool. Do you go? Do you go with with Henderson and, and Phillips in defense? Do you try and bring in one of your uh, you know defenders who hasn't played for Liverpool yet, but you bring him in and you try to put Henderson in midfield? Because I thought James Milner today for the first time probably in his career. I think today he looked like like he is someone who's at the end of his career, someone who's probably now winding down. He looked like that today. And maybe it's because he's played a lot of games that he shouldn't be playing at his age. Um, maybe it's the fact that he's uh, slowing down. I don't know what it is, but today I think I saw, we saw, uh, I mean, I, and this is again, my personal opinion. You can tell, you can tell me if I'm wrong in the comment section, but I think today, the way I saw James Miller play, I thought today, I, I, you know, for the first time to me, it looked like, you know, one James Miller doesn't look like, you know, like he's like, like he, normally he plays like he's a 25, 26 year old, but today I think he looked like he was 35, 36 year old. He looked like a player who's you know, towards coming towards the end of his career as opposed to the start. So I don't think he should be starting um, against uh, against Manchester City. I think Curtis Jones, uh, in the 13 minutes that he played, he looked really good. I think Liverpool, and maybe it was a case of Brighton starting to sit deep and protect what they had, but I thought Curtis Jones coming on gave them a lot of energy and a lot of drive. And he did the same in the last game as well against uh, West Ham. So, you know, there's something that I think Curtis Jones, for me, I would start Curtis Jones, and I would and I would look at starting maybe maybe a midfield three of uh, Thiago Jones and Henderson might work because Sovino is not going to be available most likely. So you're probably looking at Jones, Henderson, and uh, Thiago. That would be my midfield. If not, uh, but then you've got to find a place for Vinaldum. So so if 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 uh, if he does, if you are not able to get Henderson in, then you're probably looking at Jones, Vinaldum, and uh, Thiago to start. Now would that midfield work? I don't know, but I think it's worth trying. I think that's. And that's that's probably got to be the midfield, uh, you know, three that he that he's got to look at. Jones got, got probably has to be in there. Um, and uh, I mean, my ideal midfield probably, you know, this, the, the decision is: do you do you put Henderson in midfield and go that way, or do you then play um, Henderson in defense and you know sacrifice that? So uh, you know, it's a risk for taking. But again, that's something that we'll probably have to discuss uh, in the preview um, 
It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I thought Gallagher looked good as well. I mean, hope even if Allison is not available, I think Gallagher will be a good will be a good choice. It was a good shot today. I think he made a couple of very good saves uh, from Biden's side. Those three defenders. I mean, the Dunk, Webster. Um, I forget the name of the third person, but I mean, those three defenders just looked absolutely incredible. Uh, the way they played, I thought Dan Byrne was great on that left on that left back role. He's, he's he's probably not a player who should be playing as a left wing back. Um, but he plays that role very well. And I, th- I think the one benefit that he offered playing in that left wing back role was that every time the ball went on the right, he could go forward and he could come in and wait for the cross. And he was actually a genuine threat on crosses. Normally left wingers or left wing backs, you know, these days, they're not threats on crosses to, to score from headers. But he is one of those players who could be. So, but the issue was every time they were going, there was a genuine threat um, on that left wing back side every time the ball went on the right. So they kept Liverpool on their toes. I think that's, that's something that maybe could be explored as well going forward. I thought he was absolutely excellent um, in that role. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think the, the only thing about Brighton is they do everything right in, in the lead up to a goal. You know, they, do, they, they make the right passes, they make the right choices, they win the ball back really quickly, really well. They make sure that teams don't get close to their goal. They win the ball, they break quickly, they you know, get into the dangerous areas. It's just that finishing that that's lacking, and it, it happens quite too often with Brighton. And I, you know, that's the reason why it's Brighton, right? I mean, if Brighton had good finishes, we wouldn't be talking about Brighton, you know, as, as a mid-table team. We'd be talking about them as potential European contenders, uh, contenders for European spots. Just making that clear, um, you know, we'd be talking about them that too. But that's just the thing that they lack. It's it's just that finishing, um, that you know, aspect of it. And you know, maybe they need better finishers. Maybe they need to, you know, better you know, players with better composure, better temperament. But it's just that one thing that lacks. They do everything right up to the point of scoring, and then they don't. And then something happens, and either they put it wide, or they hit it to the goalkeeper, or the goalkeeper puts up a good save. Whatever it is, they normally don't score. But in the last two games, what they've been, what they've done very well is they've scored a goal, and they made sure that the other team has not has not been able to get you know any goal scoring opportunity. So that's helped them. It won't always work. You can't always win every game one nil. So they'll need you know their scorers to step up. But I think for the last two games, it's worked well. I think that's something that's gonna work well for them. And as long as they keep that going, I think that that would be good for them. I, I, I think those six points, uh, they probably weren't expecting it, uh, but they've got it. And then there's a vital six points to get at this stage of the season, just to get the momentum going. And, uh, you know, hopefully they can build on that. Maybe, you know, get, get some good results under their belt, uh, you know, it, see where the season goes from there. I think that there's something there for them to work on. I, I, Grant Porter deserves a lot and a lot of credit for what he's been able to accomplish at Brighton, um, particularly taking over from Chris Sutton when he did that. That's just brilliant. Um, so you know, there's a lot of good things to say about Brighton. I think I think at the end of the day, that's what we're probably going to have to we're going to be focusing on is the fact that Liverpool didn't play badly. I think Brighton just played very well. They had a game plan and they executed it very well. I think Liverpool probably had a game plan and they couldn't execute it today. Um, and uh, you know, that's just what it is. I think the issue I think for Liverpool also is the fact that their their, their front three have been playing a lot. Uh, they have been playing a lot. Um, they are being overplayed. I mean, there's you know, you uh, their money is out for now. Um, you know, so they're having Salah, Firmino. Um, Firmino's badly out of form. Salah has been having to carry the goal-scoring burden for a bit, you know for a long time. He's the only one who's been consistently scoring. He needs to keep scoring, um, you know. So there are lots of issues there for Liverpool to work. And the, and the players that the, the one player that's supposed to help them out, Diogo Jota, is also injured. Um, and I, I just feel that Klopp might look back at that Michelin game uh, at the end of the season, and he's probably going to be wondering, did I need to play Jota in that game? Should I have just kept him at home? Should I just have rested him as well? Did I need to play him in that game? And the answer to that is no. Um, there was no absolute no reason for you to play Jota. Yeah, you know, he's a reserve striker. He's not got, you know, you want to give him minutes and starts, but I just felt that was not a game that he needed to play. I think I think he just had to be careful with that one. But he might look back at that Michelin game and wonder if that was the game where, his, where the where Liverpool season sort of unraveled um, 
Iran came away. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. We don't know what will happen. Um, and, and it's hindsight's always 2020, isn't it? So uh, you know, you got to look to look at it that way. But I, I think that might that game might have been the turning point for Liverpool's season in some ways. Uh, but there's also now a second back-to-back, def- uh, second straight defeat at Anfield for Liverpool. They've not scored a goal at Anfield as well for three games running. Um, these are things that. These are incredible, incredible things when we think about it from 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 a certain perspective. Like, I mean, when you when you think about how Liverpool played against Crystal Palace, and then they come into you know, and then since then, what what's happened since then, and, and you know, and the fact that they had this amazing unbeaten run uh, at Anfield, and it's come to an end, and now they've lost again. I mean, it's it's just so many things to think about. But 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 there's always a but. Um, things can change very quickly. So there's there's still there's still there's still a slight small glimmer of hope. And Liverpool will cl- hopefully cling on to that and maybe look at something that they can that they can do against City. Because if you win against City, then everything changes again. So you know there's there's still hope, even if it's only 0.00001% in some people's minds. Maybe some people's a bit more, but there's still chance. And so they'll have to look at that. But we'll get to that on Friday when we do the preview show. Um, thank you so much for watching. Once again, the final result: uh, Liverpool nil, Brighton one. Amazing performance from Brighton. Brilliant win. For Brighton, and uh, you know, yet again, uh, show the define the odds, and yet again, showing that uh, you know the home. There's no home advantage this season in the Premier League. There just isn't. There just isn't home advantage. Uh, at least for the bigger teams, there isn't. So uh, you know, thank you for watching. Please do smash a like if you enjoyed the video. If you if you're not a Liverpool fan and you enjoyed the result, you can smash a like as well. Um, and also uh, send in your comments. Let us know what you think. What do you think of Brighton's performance? What do you think of Liverpool's performance? Uh, what do you think needs to change for the City game? Is there any hope for Liverpool for the City game? Let me know in the comments. Always love hearing from you guys. Um, and also, please uh, subscribe to the channel if you're new. Always love to, uh, you, you know, uh, keep producing these videos. And your support really helps with that. Really helps in, in keeping on making these videos. So please do subscribe. Uh, and, and, you know, and I would really appreciate your support. Uh, so thank you so much for watching. Take care. Have a good day or night, whatever you're watching, uh, whatever time you're watching this. Congratulations to Biden fans. Congratulations to Liverpool fans. We'll see you again uh, soon. I don't know if I'll be doing a video tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. Um, I know Tottenham Chelsea, that's a big game, but uh, we'll see how you know, there's, there's other commitments uh, that, that might take over. So we'll see if I'm able to do one. But if not, I'll be back on Friday with the preview for the weekend games. So stay tuned for that. All right, take care. Bye bye.